1: It's Mentally Yours from Ellen and Evette i focus on your mental health you surely won't regret It's Mentally, 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 yours. mentally
0: Yours
1: Mentally Yours, Mentally Yours Hi everyone, I'm Yvette Caster and welcome to Mentally Yours Metro.co.uk's weekly mental health podcast Today I'm joined by CBB superstar Andy Day. We're going to be chatting about Anti-Bullying Week, which starts on November the 16th, his dinosaur adventures and making music. Andy, welcome to Look Mentally Yours. Thanks so much for coming on.
0: Oh, thanks for having me a bit.
1: Um, so just to start off, how have you been getting on um, in the second lockdown that we find ourselves in now?
0: It's a strange one, really. It's not the same as the first lockdown. It feels like, um, but yeah, just getting on with things. You know, uh, I can be busy at home. Uh, there's some stuff that I'm doing with my band, and uh, some other various bits of filming that I've, I've sort of <laughs> made my spare room into a bit of a production um, setup uh, and filming in there mainly. And yeah, so it's all. It's not too bad. It's um, it's. A bit strange, but not too bad for me personally, but I know there's lots of people suffering.
1: Yeah. As as, as a dad yourself, how have you found parenting during lockdown?
0: Well, I'm a dad of uh, a two-year-old and I think it would be probably a lot more difficult if she was of the age where I had to homeschool her and that she was you know what i mean she's of that age that she doesn't really know what's going on and she's actually got both parents at home so it's a that's quite nice for her um so it's a strange one it's not been there's been pros and cons to be honest it's not been too bad but um that being said you know my situation is uh is pretty good in comparison to lots and uh and you know as we're talking mental health on this podcast, it it can, unless you keep a hold of it, you know, you've, you've really got to either exercise, maybe a bit of meditation, just, just sort of get yourself zoned in to uh, a different way and, um, and not try and suffer it too much internally because you can easily do it. Uh, So I, there's there's been moments where I, I've struggled a little bit if I'm honest because I, I'm used to being very busy and not at home all the time and so yeah uh, but all in all it's not been too bad
1: yeah you sort of touched on the other kind of idea about like a routine like we talk on our podcast about the routines that have helped people through lockdown and through just the pandemic in general do you have sort of a set thing or things that really help you in particular with your mental health
0: exercise is definitely one of them. Um, i'll wake up and uh well uh, certainly in the first lockdown i was uh i was myself and my other half was doing uh we were doing the p e with joe uh which was really good actually just it was a routine we'd get up we'd do it about nine o'clock whatever time it was and uh and you know it, just the endorphins that um get released and mental health aspect of of exercise is really good um also getting outside at least once, twice a day, fresh air really sort of cleanses the spirit, doesn't it? And it wakes you up a little bit and uh and it gets your creative juices flowing as well. And it's just really important that you don't get stuck in your head um and stuck at home. You know, definitely go out for that bit of yeah, exercise. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Especially sort of now we're sort of getting into like the proper winter to November and December. And there's kind of some days it's like the temptation to just sort of stay in and sort of you know, stay in bed and not go out at all. But
0: yeah, your it always cave. helps so much, I find. Absolutely. You sort of sit there in your back cave. Um, yeah. I know I can, I can d- certainly do that. And you internally, you just sit there going, oh, I've got all these things and I am feel a bit trapped. Actually, I spoke to a, I was uh, working the other day and I spoke to a doctor who was coming on to do this program to talk about seasonal adjusted syndrome, which is uh, which is really a thing and one in three people suffer it. So it's the change of the weather. Change of the climate and um, and and it can really affect you. And I know it affects, or it used to affect my dad. He used to go on about it, but you, you sort of go, yeah, you know, everyone. But I think you know, it is a, it's it's quite an effect. And and what with lockdown happening and, and the pandemic and you know things changing so much and uh, what with the weather as well. It's yeah, you're definitely into the winter months. It's it, you've got to keep check of your mental health, definitely.
1: Mm. Um, so tell us about Anti-Bullying Week and how you're involved in that, because um, you've got that that's sort of the next big thing coming up for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've been concentrating mainly on Anti-Bullying Week at Odd Socks Day. Uh, we, we've we been doing Odd Socks Day for four years now. I'm a patron for the Anti-Bullying Alliance, and uh, they're a fantastic charity. And, and they approached me four years ago and, and basically said, you know, do you can we sort of raise awareness to kids that sort of watch ki- – age range that watch me on tv uh, can we get that sort of age range aware of anti-bullying get, bring the conversation to the schools and do it in a simple way and me and my band uh, were we're called the odd socks but also the symbol of having a pair of odd socks is basically that we're all um different we're all individual and that sort of represents that uh, so we came up with the idea of odd socks day a uh, simple idea where kids will wear a pair of odd socks for the day uh, we write a song every anti-bullying week uh every sorry every year um over anti-bullying week and there's a different theme uh, there's been four songs the fourth song the song that we've just released for odd socks day which is on the 16th is uh, united Against is the kids are united because the theme is united against bullying and and uh, we're really excited about it it's i think the the what was really lovely about it is that shooting the music video obviously because of what's going on we couldn't do how what we wanted to do initially and usually we come into schools and rock out with uh, the kids in their assembly but um what we uh, have done instead is that we've created a virtual assembly for them to watch on odd Sox day and um and the actual music video the kids united which is a cover of sham 69 an, an old 70s punk rock band uh, and we've sort of odd sock it, odd socked it up with a choir and princess k who's a fantastic role model for kids She's a bit of a youtube star danced on stage with uh, stormzy at glastonbury anyway uh cut to the point that the kids were filmed in the video uh, over 750 schools, I think, uh, they were filmed in the video with, by their teachers who were in their sort of bubble classes. So the teachers up and down the country had become these like camera uh, producing uh, directors. <laughs> and uh, and it was just fabulous. It was a real sort of everyone chipped in and everyone got involved and the energy of it all was just amazing. It's, uh, it's looking great. Um, yeah, really it's brilliant. About
1: it's really good can you tell us a little bit more about sort of what odd socks day is is all about sort of um how people get involved in it and what they should be doing for it
0: well odd socks day we're trying to get as many schools involved as possible like i said it's uh, a very simple awareness day where kids will wear odd socks to uh to represent uh their individuality and uh raise awareness to the fact that we're all individual and all different and that's the symbol of the odd socks and and throughout the whole day it's a sort of dare I say it's sort a of fun um, relaxed way of talking about anti-bullying Um, how we can support those who we know are being bullied what to do if we see any bullying behavior to, taking place how we recognize it who to speak to um that sort of stuff just just um we're edging the conversation into the schools and uh and we feel that odd socks day is a really nice way to do it uh because mm-hmm. it's nice and simple and i mean uh, initially the first year that we did um there were thirty thousand people that got involved in it it was only a month before that we decided we were going to do it now there's over five million people last year we had over five million people which is 56 oh, percent of schools in the uk take part so there's a real need for it and there's a real there's a real warmth for it uh, from the schools as well, because it's, you know, it's a, it's a difficult situation and, and subject sometimes to talk about. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, that's, that's, we're hoping Odd Sox Day sort of gets bigger and bigger and there's more awareness raised with bullying.
1: Yeah. It's great that you're using your platform to do that. Cause obviously you're, I think it's one of these things like if you have kids or if you have a niece and nephew, as I do, um, you, you know, like you're a household name, you know, like, Andy's Dinosaur Adventures, love it. You know, like my niece and and nephew, absolutely love it. So it's really great that you're using that platform to sort of get people chatting about bullying and sort of raising awareness in that way.
0: I think you've got to. I think you've got to. If you've got any kind of profile these days, um, I think if you can uh, be a part of something that you're passionate about and uh, then you can raise awareness to, I don't know, a charity or a certain situation, you know, something that resonates with you, that can make a bit of a difference of course i mean surely anyone would want to do that so yeah no i'm very thankful for very blessed about the sort of platform i have and and it doesn't go unmissed that um we know that those that work in children's tv you know you're essentially what a lot of the kids grow up with you know in some cases you're (laughs) you're the third parent you know so they're learning a lot from you and so to to be a positive role model and um sort of teaching the responsibility that hopefully you sort of you take yourself uh, is a really important thing certainly to me anyway
1: Mm. Um, can we get a bit more serious and sort of talk about the the challenges children are facing at present because obviously it's a really difficult time for everyone but I mean I've been thinking in particular you know just the fact that children have to go into school these days um, you know it seems like a really difficult time what kind of things um, are they going through do you think?
0: Well, bullying itself is quite a significant problem in children's lives. There's a third, 33.5%, I believe, of children in England saying that they've been victims during the last six months to bullying. Uh, and, and, and that's because, I guess, that the stresses at home, um, the, you know, when you're at school, when you're that age, you make friends and you lose friends quite quickly. and uh, and, and in this day and age, when social media is so popular and everyone's going online... You know, so there's the bullying has sort of lo- looks different, you know. So um, if someone is being bullied at school, it can carry on at home as well via social media. And uh, and during the sort of COVID-19, how it's affected, how bullying takes place is rising numbers of kids reporting incidents online and, and their communities compared to a similar survey last year, apparently. And a fewer children saying that they'd been bullied in school. Um, so yeah. so it's it's kind of transferred from school to to home and, and online. Um,
1: it's really it's changed, hasn't it? One. Yeah, it is interesting. I was sort of going to come on to that because it's very interesting. It's it's changed so much since when I was young or when I was at school, because when I was at school, there was no social media. But um, it's, it's a really difficult thing to fight, I think, because um, before it was, you know, maybe bullying would happen in school, but then you could go home and be away from it hopefully you know if your home life was was happy um but now it's it's almost like if a kid's got a phone it's always with them you know because yeah. they, you know like their on their online life is as much a part of their life as offline life if that makes sense they don't want to yeah, be away no. from their friends and stuff um so what can children parents and teachers do to fight it do you think
0: it's just the conversation just raise awareness to it you know to recognize it and to try and support those who are being bullied. If you know they're being bullied and do the right thing by telling it, telling a, a parent or a, a teacher, you know, just recognizing it. Because of course, those that I would imagine lots that, that are being, lots of kids that are being bullied. They keep it to themselves. They don't want to tell people they they don't want to, you know, to make it bigger than what it already is in case the bullies will sort of get worse. But the thing is a bully will prey on that. You know, you know, if we're talking about sort of big bullies, you know, those that are really sort of projecting their um, projecting their sort of bullying behaviour um, at, at someone in particular or some people in particular at school, you know, it all sort of comes from home um, initially, I think. You know, so you're not going to stop it. We just have to raise awareness to it because some people that are are actually sort of that if there is a bit of bullying behavior that's going on and, and you're the person who's doing it some people don't recognize it because they don't understand their emotions at that age and so it's it's almost it's important for that to happen as well to say look you know this is not right you can't be saying something like that you're really hurting someone's feelings and it's and it's not for the good of making something better it's for the good of making yourself feel better because you're confused about you know what's really going on in your own head you know uh, yeah. I mean that's the sort of depth, the depths of it. Uh, that's the sort of the complexities of it. But um, I, I, I think you know, like in in terms of um, what to do, just talk to a parent, the teacher, tr- you know, speak to those who make you feel good about yourself, and uh, those who uh, who you consider to be your friends. Talk to someone. Don't just let it happen, and uh, and take it on the chin because it, it will inevitably cause an effect and which can also cause an effect going down the line, you know, as you grow older, so. Um,
1: hmm. It's so interesting what you said about the other side of it as well, because I hadn't really thought about that, but, you know, the, the importance of sort of tackling it from both sides, so supporting someone who's being bullied, but also, you know, talking to, to kids that are bullying other kids, because I think that sort of gets overlooked sometimes, Or well, it seems to get overlooked, I remember when I was at school, you know, it seemed to be like the problem was, was how can we sort of sort out the situation, but um yeah I think it's both sides that really need
0: yeah well support it and sort is. of understanding I mean Yvette, I don't know if you like know any kids that you used to know at school like these days and um and and you sort of look at them and go oh you find out more about them because there's more of a conversation about mental health these days and you sort of go wow they were going through that at school mm. and and I didn't realize and but they were say you know the sort of class bully if you like uh, I actually befriended there was a kid at my school. He was uh he was a big old bully and, and I didn't sort of stand for I I I was um I was sort of friends with most people at school. I was one of those guys, do you know what I mean? Uh the class clown. Uh you know, I get names called and stuff like that, but it was just water off a duck's back for me. But there were some kids that I could see were really affected by it. And and I was the type of person that would think that was unfair and try and not sort the situation out, but try and um, befriend them and make them feel a bit more comfortable. Um, and I I got that installed to me into me by my mum. My mum's very much like that. Um, but I remember this one kid who was, you know, he was just a angry, big old bully and he would start on everyone. He was, you know, and then a bit later down the line, we left school and I sort of met him again. I had a tarnished sort of idea of him, but... We became mates, and I was—you found out more about, it and you thought that's why you were putting that all on at school because, you know, it was happening. Something was happening in your life, and so it's—it's it's very easy to go, "Oh, that's wrong." You, you're a bully. The word "bully" can encapsulate all that, but I think you, it's just an individual thing that you've, and you, and it's a conversation that needs to be, needs to be talked about. I think that's the only way forward is to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and to bring it to a conversation.
1: So um it sounds like you maybe weren't then, but so have you been bullied as a child or an adult? Because it's funny, like both sides as well. I think we don't really talk about adult bullying either, but I don't know how you've, what experiences you've had around things like that.
0: You know, I wasn't bullied, but I saw lots of people being bullied and I've seen the effects of those people being bullied in later life as an adult. And that's where, for me, my passion lies within starting that conversation at such a young age, because it can really affect the confidence and the choices that you make going forward. Uh, I've got one friend in particular, yeah, you know, when, when you talk to someone, he's, he's just such a lovely person and really uber creative. And, but when you talk to them, it's like, you're talking to a little boy, do you know what I mean? Like they've not sort of grown up in themselves. And, and there was the, the mental health aspect aspect of that is that he, because of the bullying, the severe bullying he suffered when he was a kid, he said, he becomes this sort of almost like this small little boy within himself. Uh, does that make sense when I say that? mm
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, like he, he yeah. shrinks, he shrinks. Uh, because of the sort of horrible sort of bullying behaviour that took place when he was younger t- towards him. and uh, And so the choices he makes... Uh, a funny ones you know Uh, is it, it, it it's just such a strange thing and, you, and you, you just know that it's come from that place and it's never really been dealt with so the effects of it you know you, you some people say oh, I was at school you know everybody but the effects of it can really um, yeah it can really make a difference in the choices that mm. you make
1: no I agree I feel personally it can be like a kind of trauma and people don't realize you know I think people sort of hear the word bullying they might automatically think it's just a sort of school thing particularly like for younger kids and name calling but it can be all kinds of things you know it can be bullying in the home if you have like a a step parent or something well or or an actual parent um that's being very sort of abusive and verbally abusive or adults um people in the workplace being you know workplace bullies I think it's it's really a conversation that we need to have more definitely across the board
0: um and to install confidence in those people as well to not lose themselves with it and be, and become the thing that the, the, the bully has sort of shrunk them down to, if you like, or the bullying mm. behaviour that's sort of taken place. I mean, it's so complex, all of that. I mean, we are it by saying a bully and a victim. You just can't. It's an individual case for everyone. Um, but mm. essentially, if someone is being bullied physically or verbally, it's going to have some kind of traumatic effects. You're absolutely right.
1: Do you have any thoughts on what schools themselves can do, teachers and schools can do to sort of create an environment um where it's sort of zero tolerance in terms of bullies or bullying?
0: It, do you know it's it's a difficult one? this Zero tolerance. I I don't know. It I, I just think it's such a, a complex situation. I think the one thing we can do is education and bring awareness to the conversation and to what bullying looks like. I think, in some respects, that's the only thing that we can do. But we just have to, you know, it's there's lots of there's lots of words we can use like to to be kind, to be aware. Uh, to take responsibility, you know, but all those things when you 're a kid, you know you don 't realize until you 're much older, so it is it 's our job as adults and parents to have that conversation and to guide them as best we can to have a zero tolerance i mean some schools i 'm sure they do i mean schools i 've got to say i 've worked with schools quite a lot and 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 they 're pretty good, most of them up and down the country they're they 're really good. Um, with the sort of educational side of um what it's what it 's like to be bullied, what bullying looks like, what to do, uh, and the raising awareness that, that that you know it's it's a big thing within schools and and they really try and get on board with it, which is why I think odd sox Day has become so popular um, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's important i mean for us as well there's another aspect to it uh, for us as well we feel like music um is a great thing um for for kids to teach it's a great thing for kids to teach uh to to teach kids you know about that that subject um and and because it's it's not it's something you're enjoying and you're listening to and it, it can resonate with you in a different way and and that's why music or any kind of art or creative sort of outlet to teach kids anything really is the best way forward because You know, I just think it's the most effective.
1: Tell me more about sort of the band. How did that all come about? Because to be perfectly honest, like I first heard about you because my nephew just wanted to repeatedly watch uh, Andy's Dinosaur Adventures. And then, um, yeah, so now you've got this band. How did that all come about?
0: Yeah, well, the band came together uh, almost four years ago now and um and we, our first gig actually was was glastonbury <laughs> we were very lucky uh we had emily evis is a uh, was a her her kids were big fans of the album we had our album out which was um who invited this lot which was our first album and yeah we we, we uh, our first gig was at glastonbury we um we were p- playing an adult um stage uh, Emily Evis wanted to put us on the park stage if you know Glastonbury it's a big old stage but we didn't go there we ended up on William Green stage and uh, we thought no one was going to turn up and uh and luckily there's about 100 people turned up but then it rained and everyone was coming back from a night out on the sunday morning and <laughs> piled into the tent so we had a pack full of uh, we had a tent pack full of people uh, mainly because it rained but they they were loving it and it's uh, it's music listen it's 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 music that it's like a cross between the monkeys and Mighty Boosh—the uh, sort of music that we we love to put out there. It's good fun, family music with a message, um, an under sort of carried message of it's it's all right to be yourself, you know, and to encourage that. Uh, but first and foremost, it's just to make good music, and uh, and the band and I have, have just sort of loved it ever since. And we have got a TV show and uh, lots of things on the back of it, and uh, and it's just going forward, and we, we love it. Like how have you
1: been doing in terms of rehearsing over lockdown because presumably you're all kind of in isolation and stuff how's that worked with rehearsals
0: well we haven't <laughs> we haven't rehearsed <laughs> we've we've literally we rehearse uh, on our own uh, if we're going to do like a virtual gig we did a few virtual gigs um over lockdown two of them were with andy and the odd socks one was for andy and the band live at home with the bbc iplayer and and um, yeah, at that point, I was allowed to go into studio and just socially distance and stuff. And, and the guys, they did it from home. And and so, yeah, I mean, we just before lockdown started, we were rehearsing to go on tour anyway. So we were rehearsing a brand new show. So we sort of rehearsed a lot of the songs anyway. Oh, that's it's, lucky. Uh, so you're
1: sort of up to up to speed. Yeah, exactly. Um, so where can people find the single?
0: Uh, well, it's out now. You can go onto our YouTube page, andintheoddsocks.com is our website, our YouTube uh, page for And In The Odd Socks. Obviously, go on YouTube. Um, also, the Anti-Bullying Alliance website. You can have a look on there. And, uh, yeah, check it out because it's, uh, it's a cracker of a song. We actually sent it to the band who originally wrote the song, and they absolutely loved it, which we were so pleased about. Because when you're yeah. covering a song, you want the person who's – or the band who, uh, who wrote it and performed it first to like it. so And they did, so that's great.
1: Um, just finally, I suppose I'd like to finish on, because we're sort of talking about bullying. Um, finally, what would you say to anyone listening who's being bullied? And also, where can parents turn to for advice and support if their child is being bullied?
0: Well, the Anti-Bullying Alliance website, once again, um, is a fantastic charity, uh, the, the website's good as well we'll have information on there and um, uh, you know first and foremost again it's it's a conversation I think if you are being bullied don't suffer it on your own you know um, try to surround yourselves uh, with, with good people people you trust talk to a parent or a teacher you know um, if it's on social media come off social media just don't go on it because it can fuel your fear and uh, and it can make things worse and you don't need that and um yeah that's that i just think initially just talk to someone don't leave it to your own devices
1: so this is goodbye from mentally yours so go away enjoy your day get on with all your chores Mentally, yours, mentally yours. If you've been affected by any of the issues we've discussed today, please contact the Samaritans on 116 123 or go to their website at samaritans.org. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a rate or review. Five stars would be lovely. Also, if you've enjoyed this, come and have a chat to us on Facebook. We've got a group called Mentally Yours. Also, we have a Twitter, which is Mentally Y R S. See you next time.